Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Today, uh, a little preview of what Biden has planned to speak about tonight. Also, the FBI raids Rudy Giuliani's New York City apartment as part of a Trump-involved probe. We've got a lot coming up, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Eric July, Blaze TV contributor himself, and also Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program, who I'm sure has been just like eyeball deep in all mm -hmm. things Joe Biden and what he has planned for tonight. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Anything eyeball deep in Joe Biden, you smell weird, a little sticky, you know, it's like, that's life now. I feel like We're people have it. been feeling your leg hair. It's weird. Um, it, so, because it, it's funny because, you know, Jason's title is chief researcher, but really what that means is just like, he reads all the stuff that nobody else wants to read. Yeah, I get it. like, here you go, here's 400 pages, Jason. We're going to need that by five o'clock uh, today. Corn dogs Thanks. here, give them to him. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. Uh, all right, well then, I'll be curious to get your thoughts on this first story. So, uh, President Biden is going to uh, he just is going to propose um, well more than this but for part of his his joint session his uh, his address to Congress he is going to propose 1.8 trillion in new spending initiatives and tax credits over the next decade um, but don't worry it's just going to be paid for with increased taxes so this is the American families plan it is calling for four years of free education this is including universal pre-k and free community college tuition direct money payments to American children to American families with children new government funded family and medical leave programs and expanded Obamacare subsidies, um, which is weird because I thought that they were going to make uh, the health insurance market perfect with the first round of Obamacare. So I'm shocked that they needed to like revamp that at all. Uh, the president also wants Congress to adjust the length and amount of unemployment insurance benefits unemployed workers receive depending on economic conditions. One trillion and offering 800 billion in tax credits to meet these goals. So they just want to spend the the one trillion on top of a whole bunch of other things, by the way. It's not it's not just like I said at the beginning, it's not just that. That's just for this particular portion of what he is asking and proposing to Congress tonight. But Jason, you were saying it's much more than this. <laughs> just listening to you read that, you sound like Oprah. You, know, you get a car. <laughs> yeah. You get a car. Yeah. That's pretty much where we're at right now. Except we don't get cars. Except we don't get the cars. Yeah. <laughs> or anything close to it. We just get to spend more money to the government. So congrats yeah, so, everyone. So this I think I think this part is what you were just reading is pretty much, I think, what we've already been hearing about what he wants to get done. I think now he's just going to try to convince everyone that this is, you know, basically we really need this, so I really need you to vote on this pretty soon. Like you said, uh, free, you know, uh, free college, um, mm -hmm. uh, all those other things. I get lost. By the way, the free, free tuition stuff. to illegal immigrants who were brought over here right. as dreamers yep. through the Dream Act. So. Right. Congrats again, everyone. Yeah. The, the amount of spending is just absolutely insane. And I think that he's even going to, I think it was the Washington Post or New York Times, I can't remember, even said that he's going to ask for an additional $4 trillion on top of this to basically do the round two. 
And huh. if just you, the four trillion, though, ju just the four trillion. Okay. After one, you know who, who's even it's counting? It's a single digit. Yeah, four. right. I know. So it's very yeah. low when you look at it that way. Yeah. Um, you should be their publicist for it. That's <laughs> pretty good. Um, I, 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 we're just getting lost in the spending. Uh, we're not. Uh, what's what's getting kind of left behind is the ridiculous amount of inflation that's skyrocketing up. Um, they'll say the inflation rate is, is hovering around 2 to 3% or whatever if you look at real inflation because where they stopped um, actually computing inflation the way it really is. They started this back in the late 80s and it's, it's very, very convenient for him because they stopped uh, um, uh, um, calculating it as, it as it goes towards what the cost of living means for you, like, uh, you know, like how much goods are you know, just to do your daily life and yeah. you know, support your family. They don't factor that in anymore. So they can continue to spend uncontrollably, do whatever the heck they want to do and it never looks bad on them you know it, they're never to blame when you're like whoa why am i going broke now what, what's the big deal we're actually getting closer to six to seven percent inflation you're seeing that now in housing housing is getting scary it's even worse i mean it's getting to the point like it was in 2008 mm -hmm. um have you been to you know the grocery store lately uh you know staples eggs milk all that stuff all that's going up gas is going up um they're going to try to pretend that that doesn't make a difference meanwhile give me two trillion for this give me four trillion for that it's not going to stop I think tonight is a very, very big night. Um, sometimes historic things happen when they do it a joint, you know, uh, address of, of Congress. Uh, you know the the you know the moonshot you know speech mm -hmm. um, on at Pearl Harbor. I mean, I'm maybe I'm I'm being a little bit hyperbolic, but I'm seeing something like that. He's trying to basically sell the Green New Deal, yeah. but repackaged and named something else. Pretty much what he's going to try to uh, to uh, try to push, and I think that begins tonight. It's gonna, it's gonna get insane. It's gonna be an insane three years. Yeah, Eric. To Jason's point, uh, twenty-two. I'm sorry, two hundred and twenty-five billion to subsidize childcare for working parents and give childcare workers a fifteen-dollar minimum wage. So, gotta slip that minimum wage in there where you can for federal workers, of course. Uh, two hundred and twenty-five billion for guaranteed twelve weeks of comprehensive paid family and medical leave, um, and then of course the tax increases that I mentioned. Um, I mean, it's you know the top income tax bracket will be 39.6% from 37%, uh, raise the capital gains tax to 396 for households making more than $1 million, um, which I'm sure you're very much in favor of as a libertarian. It's just more taxes, right? Look, guys, <laughs> I, 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 it's not just with this spending. That's part of it. That's most of it. Let's be fair. This isn't anything that started yesterday. Um, this also includes when you consider the last year, uh, your last president and, and what he authorized in terms of the, with the stimulus and you're talking two trillion dollars multiple time multiple two trillions of dollars the fact that people think that there's absolutely going to be no consequence to this this goes mm -hmm. to show that most people are economically illiterate and unfortunately yeah. they get to vote but this is not a sustainable thing you are actively devaluing people's money in the process in addition to of course wanting to steal more from them via taxation so for people that don't seem to understand what that exactly means, because the money, of course, is not there and they will spend money uh, by deficit spending. That means that they are robbing future generations. Um, so they're stealing from you, your kids and your kids, kids, which is why I constantly word that. That is not a sustainable thing. And to act like there is going to be absolutely zero kickback from this is reckless. It's silly, but it's something that if these Republicans claim to value such liberty yeah. so much, which is bullcrap, yeah. I know it is, they wouldn't ever let it get to this point. But unfortunately, we are where we're at because they have either aided in it or been 
useless in terms of stopping it. For the most part, they have absolutely aided in it with welfare spending, uh, welfare statism, be it through corporate, be it through social. They've been right there with it. Uh, it's, it's, it's basically money that isn't there. And all they get to do every single year is basically spend money that of course, they stole from you and money that they don't have. And they argue on things where the money needs to go. That's right. essentially what happens instead of you keeping all of it, for that matter, or at, at the very minimum, most of it. I do think that at some point, we know we talk about bubbles and, and, and at some point it has to burst. We all know that it how difficult that's going to be on people. That's yet to be determined. But it's something that you need to be taken seriously, which is why I'm always telling folks to invest in other things, be it in uh, not just with property. I'm talking like Bitcoin. I'm talking those other things to help yourself out because this is not a sustainable thing. At some point, this bubble has to burst and y'all need to be taking this seriously. Look, Republicans or the people that generally support them. I've been yelling this for a very long time. I think that people or rather if you put at the top of their platform, let's say Republican Party, I think one needs to move immediately. If if we want to at least try to stop this, if you think that they have an ounce of caring about liberty in their bodies, moving to the top of the list needs to be dis decentralization, not trying to get the right people to spend money in the ways that they want it. No, I'm saying pulling the absolute plug from these people because you're seeing right now that it doesn't matter who is really in office, but it's much spin, 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 Tax, 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 and spend it even if you don't have it and you can't tax it. That is reckless, and at some point this bubble's gonna pop, and you're gonna see a lot of American people, a lot of American families that are, their savings is gonna be gone, and not just that, they're not gonna have anything to absolutely dip in, whether it be with the goods or what have you, being created by someone else, being able to exchange it. This is something that is not sustainable, and I, I want the American people to really stop, start taking that stuff seriously. Well, now. it is interesting, to Eric's point, Jason, um, you know, when President Obama was in office, it seemed to be a talking point of the Republicans all the time. Look at how much we're spending. Yep. Look at the deficit. Look at the debt. And then President Trump came through, and love him or hate him, I loved the guy. I voted for him this last time around, but... He didn't care about spending. That no, was didn't. not something that he was concerned about. And it felt a lot like all the Republicans just went, yeah, you know what? We never really cared about that either. That's fine. Yeah. Um, Republicans are straight up ballists and hypocrites when it comes to fiscal responsibility. Yeah. Um, they are not conservatives. And I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah. Oh, they love to talk about it when Obama was spending right. money. He went from 20, I think, trillion uh, deficit to or debt to, I think, 27 trillion. But. George W. Bush was far worse. Mm -hmm. He took, I think, a 10, uh, was it, uh, I think it was around an 8 trillion or something like that and went to 20. He was far worse. Now, granted, that was 9-11 and all that stuff, but um, it just, I mean, everything has snowballed really since the, 19, since the 1960s mm -hmm. when we became the, you know, the prototypical welfare, welfare state. state yeah. Ever since then, there has been no push-pull. It has been getting progressively, progressively worse. I, hell, Richard Nixon was one of the worst. Um, I think uh, by the time he left office, I think he increased by like about 100 to 200 billion up to around 460 billion. How do I, I am such a nerd. How do I, around $460 billion. So Richard Nixon, a Republican, that. I know. Um, <laughs> he was one of the worst. George W. Bush was one of the worst. Obama, 
yeah, he was bad. He wasn't one of the worst, even no. though record amounts of printing. But, you would, but you would think so by the way that the Republicans sounded the alarms whenever he was oh, in office. Oh, yeah, they were so concerned about it then. <laughs> um, Donald Trump, I remember there was an interview where he was like, yeah, he, he said we're not a rich nation. We're a debtor nation. I think that was his quote. And he said that he could fix it very soon. Um, that sounds a very, very typical soon. trope. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, very, very, very It'll soon, be the best soon. fixing you've the ever had. The best fixing ever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he said he could fix it soon. Well, no, he added on to that. He yeah. was, he, and we knew that was going to happen because he, he's a spender. Right. That, that's right. what he that's does. That's him, yeah. Um, unsustainable, like Eric said. And we've been on that trajectory for a very long time. When you look at, when I look at all of those, uh, you know, the, some of the presidents that have added so much to the national debt, Woodrow Wilson probably kicked it off. FDR, insane Jeez, spender. Yeah. Um, you think about some of the times things were going on. There was crisis, global crisis, World War One, World War Two. You know, the Great uh, Depression, um, George W. Bush, Great Recession, um, into, into Obama. They're spending, and, and all the forever wars in between. We are spending right now, and what Biden will probably propose right now is as if this is some crazy crisis that's going on, like a global war. Granted, pandemic and all that stuff, situations that they kind of led us into, we didn't mm -hmm. have to be, you know, where we're at right now. But they are spending like we are in a major global conflict or war. And that's a trend that's gone on for a long time now. Yeah. How bad is it going to get? I don't know. But yeah, it's probably starts tonight. This is their big sales pitch. I've... <laughs> I, I'm worried. I, I, I am worried. Be. I don't even know what to see. I'm worried you know, about People it. need to start taking this stuff seriously. Like, not just when Obama uh, says it or when there is a Democrat that, be it in Biden, is proposing some sort of deal, be it a Green New Deal or so. No, you need to be principled in this stance. And as far as I'm concerned, I know there's a lot of people that will watch the show that are generally more favorable of the Republican Party. I feel like if, no matter, be it uh, Senate, house even at the state and local level it doesn't even matter if they aren't moving towards whatever direction that is the opposite way of what mm -hmm. we're going and that's not number one on their list they're useless yeah. period all this compromise because all this stuff sounds good when people get up and say we're not we're not a we're not supposed to be a socialist nation and all those whatever and then at the end of the day they go vote for whatever welfare spending all of the pork and all this includes trump i want to be clear this includes trump everybody thought this was just 3d chess with that last with that last stimulus he was trying to get them to remove it that's why he wrote the letter it didn't matter he signed it the same thing still happened because they're not principled and they think that this is sustainable because at the end of the day yeah they work for the government their bacon is saved Either way that it goes, they'll vote to give themselves raises. We've seen them do that time and time again. But at the end of the day, when you, when your dollar, let's say, isn't going as far because it's being printed out of thin air with money that isn't even even there, and you're wondering like why this is so expensive, you have no one else to blame other than those, man, I would love to call them something. It was my show, I'd call them something else. But those people that are in Congress that sit there and vote to spend money that isn't theirs. So we got to stop discussing so much about, oh, well, this person or not this person. It's more this item. We need to spend more on this, spend more on this. Pull the plug from them. And how about this? Anybody that wants to have their money going to clearing up smog in California or whatever it is, I don't care. You reach into your own damn pockets and you support someone else voluntarily to clean that up. But this idea of thinking that it's OK, even giving them the idea that it's OK to spend other folks money that isn't theirs is what got us in this mess. Yeah.
Can uh, yeah, real quick. One more nerdy number. Oh my god, here we one go. One more nerdy I number. I regret I this. <laughs> I regret this. So they're they're gonna they're gonna tell you on the official balance sheet at the CBO and everything that they they spent about six trillion dollars, mm -hmm. which doesn't sound too bad. At well, it's bad. Well, but it doesn't sound <laughs> as bad when you look at GDP and all that stuff. Well, when you add what they don't ever add in is the uh, Fed purchases of, uh, of 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 assets and Fed pay uh, purchase of loans and paying off loans. When you add all that in together, that six trillion goes to fourteen trillion. Yeah. That's what they spent over the last year with all the stimulus, coronavirus Jeez. crap, all that stuff. When you add in this other four trillion, if this gets going for, for Biden, we're over seventy seventy six percent spending per GDP. Wow, seventy six percent. Talk about unsustainable. Yeah, that's scary. Jeez. All right. Uh, well, we've got more good news uh, coming up after the break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. So uh, in case you have not heard yet about home title theft, you got to know about it before it happens to you. All right. Cyber thieves are removing people from their home's title and they are going they're going online where all the home's titles and mortgages are kept and they're finding it. Um, they forge your signature and file, refile as the new owner. And then all of the equity that you had in all of your, you know, your home, it's your retirement nest egg, probably all of that equity can be gone in an instant. And there's nothing you can do about it, except you can go to Home Title Lock. So Home Title Lock will put a virtual barrier around your home's title and mortgage, and they will, uh, they'll shut it down anytime they find anyone tampering with it, which is much better, uh, as it turns out. It's much better than sitting at home and waiting and hearing a knock at your door and then answering the door and um, being greeted by people who are like, we're here to move in because we just bought your house. And you're like, I didn't sell my house. Don't let that happen to you. Okay, go to HomeTitleLock.com. Register your address to see if you have already been a victim. You're not going to know it. Uh, your banking program doesn't have so something that covers this. Identity theft programs, they don't have this either. Only Home Title Lock. Okay, go there. You can sign up for three free days of protection. Uh, you're going to need it if you have actually, uh, this has happened to you. So you can go to HomeTitleLock.com. Use promo code RADIO for that 30 free days of protection. It is HomeTitleLock.com, promo code RADIO. Federal investigators uh, executed a search warrant on the New York City apartment of uh, Rudy Giuliani today as part of an investigation into his alleged overseas lobbying efforts as the personal attorney for uh, former President Donald Trump. So the agents went in, they seized his electronic devices, including his cell phone. Now, this is according to a report from the New York Times. So the New York Times characterized this as a major turning point into this investigation that they have that's ongoing of whether or not Giuliani broke federal laws in his capacity as Trump's lawyer uh, by lobbying the Trump administration in 2019 on behalf of the officials in Ukraine. So it, it's Incredible to me. All of this is going on. Um, they are really going after Rudy Giuliani for what happened in 2019, which, as it turns out, the more and more information we get, um, it turns out that everything that they were talking about was actually true. So they were really literally trying to uncover corruption that was happening with the previous administration. And somehow the FBI is like all in on 
trying to uh, get Rudy Giuliani for that, I guess, Eric? Yeah, isn't that weird how <laughs> the more we learn about that story and not just with, uh, you know, with, be it with the Biden administration, well, not Biden administration, more so the Obama administration and as it mm -hmm. pertains to him, his son. And uh, it's funny when we talk about Ukraine and Russia and, yeah. and we discussed many times on this show how it's like everything that they were accusing the other side of doing, they themselves uh, certainly were doing. Then when it comes to Florida, uh, that's exactly the term that I was going to use. That that's <laughs> called a projection. But it's interesting, I guess, more so. And what I guess everybody's going to focus on is how what you're seeing is yet another example of, let's say, this this connected institution such as the FBI being utilized to try to persecute a, a political, political opponent. Yep. That's that's getting some interesting territory right now. So I don't know if this means that the gloves are going to be off with the with certainly other side, I guess, for the libertarian in me can see this crap show and see everybody get exposed. I guess that would be an awesome thing. But that's me betting that the American public isn't stupid. I can't put place my bets uh, certainly <laughs> on that. that that's going to ever even even matter. But yeah. that's the most interesting part of that. I guess that's the most recent example. We've seen sort of this before, but for this to happen, not even that far removed from Trump's administration. That's 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 bizarre. I almost say bizarre. <laughs> it's it's more of a thing that is something worth paying attention to uh -huh. because we may see more of it. OK, hold on. Hear me out. So we were told, well, President Trump was, you know, he, he, they called for impeachment because he looked into, he was investigating uh, a political rival. President Trump, former President Trump has not ruled out a 2024 run. So shouldn't they impeach <laughs> Joe Biden for investigating a political rival? Well, I tell you. Isn't uh, that what this is? That's exactly what so, this is. So impeach. <laughs> so go ahead impeach the bastard. <laughs> uh, if, if your spidey sense isn't tingling when yeah. the former president, not just, just a few months after getting out of office, his personal lawyer Absolutely. is getting mm -hmm. raided by the FBI, mm -hmm. something is wrong. Yep. Like, I really, actually, I don't really know what to tell you. If, if, if it, at the bare minimum, if the hairs in your back of your neck are not standing up, people should be skeptical of this. I'm sorry, I do not trust Biden's DOJ, FBI. Screw that. I don't trust any president's FBI DOJ. Yeah, yeah, I just don't. Um, <laughs> um, the, the last time uh, Biden was vice president, the current president at the time weaponized the IRS to go after conservatives. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so this is not unheard of. Now, look, I don't know what they have. I don't know what they're, they're, they're chasing. I'm going to do something shocking and reserve final judgment to see what they actually have. Mm -hmm. um, so let's see. But what they accused him of, of lobbying as part of, what was the quote? A, uh, I think it was a foreign misinformation operation. Yeah. Is that not exactly what the Russia collusion hoax was? Yes, yes. It was a foreign misinformation operation, but the entire Democrat establishment jumped behind it. The entire media jumped behind and it and just, ran with not it. Not just for a short amount of time, for the entire two years that they had the investigation ongoing. Oh, screw that. They're still saying well, it. That's, that's it's, true. It's been that's ruled true. a hoax. Thank you. It is yeah. a hoax, and they're still saying it. I saw, I think it was on MSNBC just the other day they were talking about it. I was like, you've got to be kidding me yeah. with this. Ask Swalwell. He'll tell you it's all true even to this day. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't foresee in the future Biden's FBI and DOJ raiding the DNC, right, <laughs> for being part of that misinformation yeah. operation. Now, it's very, very hypocritical that you're going after this one, but not that one. Like they don't even want to talk about it. The, 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 the Democrats, their lawyers, all of them were running this through Christopher Steele mm -hmm. uh, and the, the ties to Russians. Like again, what they accused the Republicans of, they were actually guilty of doing. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to talk about that. They just want to concentrate on Rudy Giuliani. 
It's absolutely ridiculous. It, it is interesting, too, because you would think if Rudy Giuliani was just, if he really was just making stuff up, if this was all just like, they, they treat him as if he's some conspiracy theorist, he's some tinfoil hat wearing, you know, crazy conspiracy theorist. Why not just leave him alone? You oh, know, no. this I mean, is, look, they're trying to clearly send a, 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 a message. A message. Right? I mean, that's clear and obvious. Yeah. I mean, they want Trump to, I mean, uh, metaphorically speaking, hang for everything um, mm-hmm. this entire last four years. That's what they want. They've made that abundantly clear. Which that is that's so the weird. They won. Yeah. They won. They, yeah, you Get think, over yeah. it. Move on that with your think, guy, right? It's like they have absolutely nothing else to cling to cling <gasps> on to. And I don't know if it's necessarily just a threat of him potentially, even though he doesn't seem that he's expressed it, but you can't leave anything out right. the window with that guy, that he'll run again. It's just everything that he's he, they thought he stood for is a problem. And they think that that still will manifest itself in other ways going into the future. So they're trying to demoralize like that entire movement, mm-hmm. uh, if you will, by going after, again, a political opponent, nonetheless, so fat. I mean, again, we're only a few months. I know it feels like Biden's been president for forever, but it's only April, guys. So we're just getting <laughs> started, depressing. man. Thanks we're just getting started. And for them to do something like that so quick. That's that that says a lot. That says a lot. Well, it's so Eric says that. And and I agree with you, Eric. But I also think that, like, what else do the Democrats stand for at this point other than hating Trump? It's their (laughs) I'm like it's their entire platform now. It's bizarre. Well, that was that was Biden's very first day after inauguration was just how many things did Trump do? Can we undo with executive order? That was such a stage play. Oh, I know, because without without like (laughs) regarding uh, any any other thing, no context, no nuance to what the actual executive orders were, what yeah. the, what he was undoing. It's just like, oh well, Trump did it, so it's bad. Let's so, undo it. Some of the things they had to backtrack on, mm-hmm. like so, like the wall. They mm. they want to start yep. rebuilding the yep. wall now. Like yep. a lot of that, that was a good one. Yep. Right there. A, a, a <laughs> lot of them, they're like, oh crap, maybe we shouldn't have done that, sh- that stage yeah. play. It wasn't such a good idea. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, I, I think I think the Democrats are scared to death of uh, Trump running again. And Trump is a phenomenon. He really is. I mean, he has he grabbed a large portion of the of the of the of the country, flipped actually flipped. Like they don't talk about this a lot, but flipped Obama voters. He brought in people that voted for Obama, and then when he came along, said, "I can't deal with this craziness," and went and voted for Trump. Normally, they wouldn't have voted for Trump. Um, those you know things are haven't gone away. Yeah. So everything Biden is doing, he's doing everything that Biden uh, that Obama. St- set in motion he's now doing it times two yeah so he's doubling down on everything biden wanted to do talk about like the uh, you were reading off the list of stuff in his in his plan that he's gonna mm-hmm. talk about tonight um basically doubling down on obamacare yeah that's the most hilarious leftist thing ever. So they'll like propose like, something, it fails catastrophically. It's totally broken. But then they're like, let's do more of it. Yeah. Maybe if we throw more so coal in the fire. So right. government. Right. Yeah. It's so government. Yeah. Well, well so, but if you just keep spending money on something when it's failing, oh, eventually, eventually it'll work. It'll, it'll stop work. setting fire and it'll eventually snuff the fire <laughs> right. out, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Every so time. Dumb. Isn't that funny how government works like that, where no matter how many times they fail, there's no problem, definitely with the authoritarian left, there's absolutely no problem that they 
look at that they don't think they could just spend more money yeah. to fix. Yeah. Not Amazing. One. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Uh, we got to take a break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So uh, if you are not yet one of, you know, we talk about cults all the time and political cults. Mm-hmm. This is a cult you actually want to be a part of. It's the Built Bar cult. OK, if you have not yet joined, you have to. It is the world's best tasting protein bar you will ever, ever have. It's covered in 100 percent chocolate. Um, and so if you're eating another protein bar, which, by the way, probably tastes like cardboard, I would advise you to go on to BuiltBar.com right now. Go look at all of their flavors. They've got uh, salted caramel. They've got dark chocolate uh chip cookie dough. They've got coconut brownie chunk. They have got all of these amazing flavors and it tastes like you are eating a candy bar, but you are eating something that is going to be healthy for you. It's high in protein. It's high in fiber. It's low in calories. It's low in carbs. I promise you, you're going to love it. Okay. You can go to builtbar.com. Use promo code news 15 right now to save 15% off of your next order. It is news 15 at builtbar, B-U-I-L-T, builtbar.com. All right, let's talk about the, uh, the, the ban on menthol cigarettes that is coming down the pipe. Now, the report is that the White House is expected to ban menthol cigarettes. Now, it, it's, it's weird on its face. You're like, why menthols? What is going on? So the argument, uh, of course, is that it is disproportionately harming the African-American community because it's like, th- what, like three quarters of menthol cigarette users are african-american and well, um, menthol cigarettes are very very smart i mean they target certain communities right. on it's purpose like, wh- like so uh, those damn duh. menthols <laughs> duh. uh so they say it's so that the blacks have been disproportionately hurt by cigarettes uh by the menthol cigarettes which they say are, are harder to stop and more addictive because of the menthol and then on top of that it's very similar to the um the the vaping uh the flavored tobacco the flavored vapes it's just like the fruit flavors, so they wanted to ban it for young people because they think that it attracts young people, encourages them um, to to smoke menthol cigarettes. So I just want to say, um, Eric, it, you're welcome. Uh, all the white people want to say you're welcome because yeah. they're here to look out for you, Eric, the black man who can't make decisions for himself. Of course, of course. Ain't nothing like the Biden administration, which has a history of supporting the drug war, doubling down on just that though people won't generally look at that as such because this isn't like a prohibition effort when it comes to like cocaine or something Mm -hmm. of that nature but it's going to be the basically the same effect when you turn 20 million people uh, or so into criminals overnight because you want to ban menthol cigarettes it's not like they're going to end up being completely removed i'm pretty sure uh mexican talk cartels are looking at this (laughs) like oh yeah we're about (laughs) to get paid tonight because that's all that uh that that it benefits it is an interesting thing because of course Though they're trying to save, supposedly, that's the only reason why something can be bad this, these days. You have to look at it in terms of its disproportion. So does it impact black people more? Oh, well, then that's bad, if that in itself is bad uh, because of representation reasons. But nonetheless, looking at that, that cr- all that does is criminalize people in the event that they, if you're talking about an all-out ban, any event that they possess mm. uh, the menthol cigarette. So... What you're going to end up with is more conflict with, of course, the police that they mm-hmm. supposedly hate, want to defund, uh, and they want to get off black people's necks. What you're doing right now is ensuring police 
conflict. And even the ACLU had conceded this point. They brought up Eric, Eric Garner. For those of you that don't remember, his didn't have necessarily anything to do with menthol cigarettes, but he was choked out for selling loose cigarettes. So this idea that that can't end up in your death or or end up with more police conflict for something that is, you know, it's funny, it's coming from the party of my body, my choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, yeah. so often. And now they're wanting to ban, uh, stop, of course, black people they got to save black people from themselves because, right. you know, they're smoking these menthol cigarettes, with a, which are, of course, bad for them. And they don't know any better. So and because they're, you know, they're targeted, not, they're not smart enough to, to really assess if this is something that they want to take a summer risk and they want to do. But this is Joe Biden or rather his administration doing exactly what they have historically done to act like ever the Democratic Party has been the anti-drug uh, or not anti-drug or more so the anti-drug war mm -hmm. party. It's completely nonsensical. But this is exactly what you should expect when you consider Mr. Crime, crime Bill uh, Joe Biden. Well, not just him, but uh, Kamala Harris. Oh, oh, she loved locking up black yeah, people. Exactly. For drugs. So <laughs> she, it's she, part she for the course for them. That, absolutely. You know, thank God for all these white liberals, you know, <laughs> and like how they get to pick and choose, you know, what's mm -hmm. racist out there and, you know, how they get to pick and choose, you know, how to... Uh, Best take care of the black man. Well, you know what well, I mean? Because black the black people, man can't take care of himself. They can't get, they don't know how to get IDs. Any They're of that stupid. Stuff. I can't either, yeah. Eric. I don't know how to get on a computer and find a vaccine site. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, we're just too stupid. Know, so thank black you, Jason. People, yeah. how, how can people s that are, are this... <laughs> are they, I know I, it's, it's hard to even fathom how they're popular and how they're controlling government right now. They're, they're, they're so obviously racist. They're so obviously pandering. Mm -hmm. uh, how, how, how do they have any support whatsoever? They're, have, they're considered the virtuous ones. You have right to wonder now. what 2022 is going to look like. You really do. Because I, I, I mean, you hear this and I'm like, look. There are some stupid Americans, but I have a hard time believing there are that many stupid Americans who don't see through this. You have to wonder if most of it was just get President Trump out. Yeah. And then maybe well, the it pendulum will. pendulum swing back. Right. right. It'll fix itself in 2022, well, that's, maybe. That's what I was saying earlier. It's like these are the exact same policies that ushered in this huge shock upset of mm -hmm. Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is true. That's not true. Good they're, point. They're taking something bad, making it double bad, right. and expecting a different outcome. Yeah. Like, I, 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 like, it's hard for me to fathom. And this, this menthol thing, I'm sorry, this really gets under my skin. This really gets under my skin. It's so bizarre. I, well, yeah, well, you got is a bunch of nerds, right, that probably went to Columbia or, or, or whatever, or uh, what's the really in California, Berkeley or yeah. something like that. And they're looking through all these stats, and they're hoping to find disparities in certain Absolutely. areas. Absolutely. Yeah. You know that's what they do. Oh, that's all they do. They're praying for it, and they're going through, and, they're, and their boss is like, I don't care how ridiculous it looks. Just if you find something, put it on my desk. <laughs> menthol Cigarettes. They're racist. Let's do it. Biden's ready to sign the bill. This is that's what happens cut. though when so your stupid. obsession is with disparity, yeah. and that's what yeah. happens with that side. They are so focused on trying to look at things and find if there is an overall underrepresentation, which is of course nonsense when you consider not only how much we differ uh, uh, just between the individual races or genders or sexualities and, and 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 all of that. We all of course differ there, but this idea that there would ever be like this equal representation of right. anything right. it's complete nonsense as the great Thomas Sowell once said the same man isn't even equal to himself 
yeah. on different days. But they are so obsessed, and they committed to this, obviously, as a game plan. They're all the way in on this eyeball. I'm talking scalp deep. In this, they have nothing else to go for, So, which is why that's all you see, whether it be in, 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 if you look at whatever, I don't know, commercials that are talking about the, the all disparity. Well, the X percentage of, of this are, are disproportionately, I'm so tired of that term, impacted and they feel as if the response has to be to nanny state, right? To, to, to baby you, because, of course, you don't know better. And unfortunately, what it does is it assumes that that came about due to some sort of mishap or wrongdoing, right. which is simply not always true. Not saying that it isn't. It can be in some cases. But to act like some instances of disparity aren't voluntarily arrived is, again, nonsense. Yeah. All right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Kitty. Pooh Club, that's kitty as in cat, which I happen to be like a crazy cat lady, kind of. And, you know, I love my cats and I keep asking my husband if we can have more and more and more of them. But what I don't love is the whole litter box thing. I get it. It's a pain. It's gross. All right. But that's where Kitty Pooh Club comes in. Kitty Pooh Club takes care of the more unpleasant parts of cat ownership. So they are an all-in-one litter box solution. Uh, it's very convenient. They send you a affordable, high-quality, recyclable litter box that is pre-filled with the litter of your choice, which, by the way, they've got like the best uh, ever. And they've got the big, um, uh, what, what am I thinking of? Silica flakes that don't, whenever the cat comes out of the litter box, it doesn't like track all over your ground. They actually stay in the box. It's amazing. It's eco-friendly. And when the month is up, you just recycle the box and Kitty Poo Club is going to deliver a new one to you. So you don't have to change the used litter. You don't have to like go outside and rinse out your box and stuff. Ugh, gross. You don't have to do that, and you can still get more and more and more cats. Right, honey? I know you're listening, right? I can have more cats. No. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kitty Food Club. Uh, <laughs> wow, wasn't expecting that. Uh, so give yourself the gift that keeps on giving the whole year more cats and also a Kitty Poo Club subscription. Right now you can get 20% off when you set up auto ship. You can go to kittypooclub.com. Use promo code Y, that's W-H-Y, at Kitty K. K-I-T-T-Y, kittypoopclub.com, promo code Y. Joe Rogan is under fire. I feel like he's under fire every day for something new. Leftists think that they can cancel him. You're not going to cancel Joe Rogan. I don't know if you've Too noticed powerful. yet. He is uncancelable, <laughs> but they are trying to get him removed from Spotify after he dared suggest that uh, healthy young people should maybe, I don't know, not get the COVID-19 vaccine, which, by the way, has not been FDA approved, only authorized for use. But how dare he suggest that maybe we should look more into it? And I don't know. Do more science on it. Uh, here is the Joe Rogan clip he is in so much trouble for. And people say, do you think it's safe to get vaccinated? I've said, yeah, I think for the most part, it's safe to get vaccinated. I do. I do. But if you're like 21 years old and you say to me, should I get vaccinated? I, I go, no. Yeah. You, are you healthy? Are you a healthy person? Like, look, don't do anything stupid, but you should take care of yourself. You yeah. should, if you're, if you're a healthy person and you're exercising all the time and you're young and you're eating well and like... I don't think you need to worry about this. Yeah. That even saying that, I'm not going to inject my child with the vaccine is controversial. Yeah. It's crazy. Because again, we are not talking about even the flu that we just found out killed 22,000 people last year. We're not talking about that. Right. We're talking about something that is not statistically dangerous for children. 
Oh, I think right. Yeah, people still yeah, want Dave, to be vaccinated, which is crazy to me. Which that's my man, Dave Smith. Which, by the way, speaking of this not being statistically, this is not a danger to children. The flu is. The mm-hmm. flu very much is. More, probably. Uh, oh, <laughs> insane. Like, uh, way more children die from the flu every year than uh, COVID-19, which is, you know, again, I know there are going to be these random cases every, you know, every once in a while. Well, this this child and that, died and, you know, and they it, had it underlying has an article conditions. On it. You know if it happened. And right, sure exactly, because there's an article and it makes it sound like they're, you know, well, the kids are dropping like flies to COVID-19. That is not the case if anyone has lost their child. I, I mean, t- trust me, my heart goes out to you but again you, like it is not a one-size-fits-all solution certainly not when you're talking about like a statistically insignificant number of kids who are even showing symptoms of this virus and now uh the left can't handle it they can't handle someone sharing their own opinions about their science uh religion really so well, yeah but all this does is it highlights how that's exactly what it is it's like a religious sort of cling so when i talk say that they're in the cult yeah. and they respond like that that's why right. see it's not about being truthful they don't like people when you look at i know they like to say that it's mr lavar burden uh, it's <laughs> consequence culture uh and it's not cancel culture no that's exactly what it is because they mm-hmm. don't like the fact that there are people that are in positions of influence that say things that are to the opposite or the antithesis of their little cult so they want them completely removed. Now, of course, it's all good. You can say things that are under questioned all day long. So as long as it aligns with them, what he said makes all the sense in the world. You don't have to take his word for anything. Go look at data everywhere, not just in America and in the individual states. Go look at them everywhere. And what you will see is that that age and health demographic that he's referring to, yeah. it's almost zero in terms of if you're looking at the grand scheme, grand scale, when it comes to the impact, if they're being hospitalized mm-hmm. or dying from it. In fact, you can go actually go older than that. And he said healthy, by the way. Yes. He didn't say uh, young adults with underlying. Right, or something right. Like he said that. healthy young adults. Yes, exactly. So it's nothing even egregious about what it was that he, he, he said. But that in itself is the problem. It's that Joe Rogan is a person of influence. Uh, he's impactful. He's culturally relevant when you consider his 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 not just his show, but his uh, context with the MMA and everything UFC. Mm-hmm. He's a very influential man and they don't like influential people. And that's what this whole cancel culture, if that's what you want to call it, whatever you want to call people just being completely removed from the face of the earth without being removed from the face of the earth. What they want is to get people off of platforms of influence or where they have influence because God forbid people actually listen to you and you're saying something aside from their little handlers. Yeah, Jason, it is interesting because, um, you know, you want to talk about people promoting vaccine hesitancy. I, I feel like it would probably be people like, oh, I don't know, Joy Reid, who said, I'm fully vaccinated, but I still wore two masks to go jogging. It's like, yeah. well, they're the ones who are promoting the vaccine hesitancy, not Joe Rogan. I mean, Joe Rogan is saying, I mean, sure, you might need to get the vaccine, but if you're this criteria, don't. Yeah. Jo- Joy Reid's like, yeah, I got the vaccine, but I still wear two masks. Like, why the hell am I going to get the vaccine? I'll right. too. So, yeah, thank if, you. If, if your cult was just about the virus and just about getting everyone as possible vaccinated, 
you wouldn't say, I still wear two masks every day, even though I'm right. vaccinated. You would say, hey, I got vaccinated. I'm not wearing a damn it's mask anymore. It's changed my life. It's changed right? my life. Everyone get vaccinated. You can live exactly just as happy as I am. Yeah. Like it never even happened. Right. If that was your cult, that is what you would say. But that's not their cult. Their cult is a cult of control. Yeah. Um, that's what it's all about. They Look what they're doing. And this is sad. You see this in Texas all, um, every day now. Uh, it's daily life. Um, this is how, that's that's how indoctrinated these people are. The the Biden administration perpetuated pandemic panic. Yeah. That's what they're doing right now. Yeah. That's Operation Perpetuate Pandemic Panic. Now, why are they doing that? Well, because they're they're putting you in a constant state of I'm scared. I need to do exactly what you're telling me to do. Oh, now, now we did that. Now tell me what do we need to be doing? Okay, great. Right. Now what do we know? Oh, four trillion more dollars for for all the green new deal. Fine, fine, fine. You know, mm-hmm. you, here's the mandate to go do this. That's what this is all about. I walk through like Target, Walmart, whatever, all these stores. And I'll see people like that are young kids. Like I don't know what their person. Maybe maybe they have someone at risk. Like if I'm if I have somebody at risk, I'm probably wearing a mask too because I don't want to I don't want to catch. I'm not worried about me. I'm worried about them. But they're all still wearing masks. They're all still scared. They don't even have to. It's Take insane. The damn masks off your children, people. We gotta go to break. We'll be back in a second. I could not. My son had an appointment. Hey, don't forget tonight, uh, the Glenn Beck TV special tonight is going to be reaction, live reaction to Biden's big speech. We've got Glenn Beck and Mark Levin is going to be joining him. Uh, Also, the most famous person probably on this network, Jason Buttrell, is going to be there. True, yeah, I heard he's going to be there. Words out in the street. Yes, I think he might have walked through the front gate, the front doors. Were you fangirling? Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Might have asked for a selfie. Um, But Glenn will be joined by uh, Jason. I think Stu's going to be there. Um, They're going to have Steve Dace on. Um, So they will all be giving their reaction to Biden's big speech. You know, they call it a big speech on here. By the way, it's at uh, 8 Central, 9 Eastern. You can find it on Blaze TV and YouTube. They call it a big speech on here, but I don't. Is it going to be a big speech? Well, I think big in the sense that that's that's probably the latest he's stayed up in a while. Yeah, they're going to give him extra pudding for this (laughs) one. You did a great job, Joe. You get extra tapioca tonight when we put you to bed, sweetheart. So so what are the odds that the next one to two days after this speech, he's just not seen at all? (laughs) (laughs) Needs that much recovery time. He's got like three IVs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just saying. All right, well, you guys don't cover we will cover tomorrow on the news thanks for listening to the news and why it matters we hope you enjoyed the podcast if you'd like to watch the program become a blaze tv subscriber and start your free trial now at blaze tv.com